2: Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. We always are very lighthearted, Brandy. Yeah, that's us.
3: Yeah. The, we do use adult oh. language, so if you're unhappy with that, go, go to church. Get the fuck out of here.
2: Well, I was going to mention that. But the topic of our podcast today, the title of our podcast is Scandal. The sins of Grover Cleveland, Brandy.
3: I. I oh, doing that fat bastard. <laughs> well, we're oh, going to. Timmy. Cleveland. Timmy's all about no politics, no politics. Now we're doing a goddamn podcast on Grover Cleveland. Well, you yeah, know, but you, it's you gro- just ain't going to do numbers controversy.
0: He, does he count? I mean, it was Grover Cleveland for
3: oh, fuck's sake.
2: It was a long time ago, but he was in that string of uh, presidents who are all obese, if you remember. He was quite obese. I, I yeah. don't remember, but okay. Okay, but. Uh, yeah, he, he was involved in a sex scandal. Uh, Brandy, we're going to talk about that. I don't think people name over have sex. We take on all the controversial issues of the day. Oh, yes. This is so timely. <laughs> well, I don't want to, uh,
3: I don't want to, well.
2: Well, I mean, you know, there's things. Yeah, you do. I don't want to
3: toot my own horn, but this is something that I've covered on a uh a hard-hitting podcast oh,
2: i see brandy he's trying to get a plug in for rants <laughs> and reasons that's what he's saying i don't
3: care but if you want to find out the fools actually we didn't what well, we did it was actually an interesting episode because of the thing grover cleveland is very
2: interesting yeah it was an interesting well, scandal
3: because when the stormy daniels thing came up we yeah just did all the uh all the scandals that and um, we didn't hit on it this deeply we don't we didn't research didn't way it you deeply yeah researched. so
2: basically you went to wikipedia and
3: no, I just made a lot of shit up. Oh, I see. That's easier. I read it in a storybook, Timmy. All yeah. right, so we're gonna a talk pop up a pop-up mm-hmm. book.
2: <laughs> we're gonna talk about this scandal, but before we do, let me remind folks: we are an adult comedy podcast. We use adult language, and if that bothers you, it, go
0: fuck yourself. What bothers him is that you had already said it, yeah. and that just threw him way the it, fuck I, off. Yeah, he's, so he's got to do it again. Well, man. I, I like he is fucking Ah... <sighs> <sighs>
2: You guys Jeopardy's on at 7
0: I know yeah. And Alex Trebek has a beard He's actually 7 Yeah what is What is up with that I, Maybe he's just getting lazy he don't Old life a fuck. crisis He's getting ready to retire it's He don't care Old life crisis things. Just
2: don't shave anymore Mm-hmm Hmm. I wonder yeah. if he's, I, I know Chuck is in the same response. I wonder if Alex Trebek is uh, doing a little manscaping downstairs. right? I don't
0: know, but old boy gets
3: so nasty with contestants. He does. It's
0: wonderful to watch. He just
3: berates them and humiliates them. <laughs> I, if I ever went on that show, i probably. You'd I, never make it. I'd never get an answer wrong.
0: Hmm. You'd never make it.
2: All right. So uh, let me introduce our panel. I am joined by the very lovely and talented, a woman who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent, Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First.
0: How are you today, Brandy? Hanging in there, Timmy. It's been a while.
2: We
3: missed you in Chicago last week. I know. No, we did not. We did not. Come Everybody on, just... that was there, Ben and Roseanne, were like, oh, I'm glad you didn't bring Brandy. No, that's not true. They wanted to I... meet They were thinking it. They didn't say it. Oh, okay. Actually... What? We saw Charlie from Insight. We did see Charlie. I there know. was a bunch of people. I was on the L, um, and there was a... Uh, Can you spell that? People were saying, oh, I'm glad he's not with Brandy. My Uber driver, I got an Uber. He recognized you? They sent me a thing back and said, is Brandy with you? Because they oh, wasn't going to come and pick me up. That's fake news. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I do have a question, because yes. as you know, we have uh, DweebCon. Coming up. Rapidly approaching. Three, three
2: weeks from this weekend is DweebCon. Yeah. Here in Cincinnati. And we're going to
0: do a live show. We are. I'm very excited. We're going uh, what to. What time is that live show? That live so show. to make sure that I'm there.
2: Well, um, the live show is on Saturday. Right. And I think that's the, what, 5th? I don't I'm, know. I'm not sure. that Whatever that first weekend
3: of October. I think we would know that.
0: Here's the problem. I just need to know what time.
3: Yeah. I got the day. Okay. Maybe there's... Hold on. Maybe there's a live show because the number you gave me yesterday to get in touch with the guy from the theater for the sound system. Yeah. That number's (laughs) disconnected. Uh,
2: There is a live show. I talked to him. We're good. It's uh, the first weekend in October. It's Saturday, uh, October the 6th at 11 o'clock. Well, we're going to... We have two shows. We have the lovely uh, Dominique uh, and... Uh, Nina from uh, Already Gone and Dominique from Death's Door—they're going to do a true crime. Well, I can't live wait to show. See Nina, yeah, I'm looking for Nina's coming. She's bringing her dad, bringing Joe. Yes, so we're looking it's forward. Good to, to see Joe. We're looking forward to that. Uh, but that's at eleven, Brandy, and then we'll probably just go on sometime at twelve thirty, something like that. We've got a lot. We've been are in Brandy the, time for a long time here, too. they are our opening time. Yeah, it's our opening. Yeah, they, they're nice. opening for us. Okay. So it should be a lot of fun. It's at the Garfield Theater here in Cincinnati, but it's a um, it's going to be a good time. If you're interested in coming to DweebCon, make sure you join our Facebook group, History Dweeb, the podcast, and you'll get a lot more information on it. Brandy, I know you're ready. You have your room booked. Yes. You have your alcohol being chilled. Yes. Okay. It's going to be fun. You got Raul, the pool boy, on Speed Dial? Of course. Oh, I didn't know you and Raul was a thing. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not a That's thing. It's a scandalous little secret. But is <laughs> anything else been going on with you, Brandy?
0: No, you know, just kind of, you know, She basically an old spinster. I you really am got an got old spinster. I
3: yeah. am. I am. I don't. You know, well, I mean, do when lot. you walk into somebody's office and they have spent the last hour looking at a pier, live streaming up <laughs> here to see if the hurricane blows it down. How was your hurricane, Cam? You you seem very. Uh,
0: They're interesting. They're interesting. How
2: many hours did you spend yesterday well, no, you know, I, looking at Hurricane just, let's Florence? Let's say 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> let's let's say 20 minutes we're pretty, not gonna say you hours. seem
2: pretty fixated on it when i was in here what do she you was, think
3: she was wrapped up in it timmy mm-hmm.
2: yeah like, so yesterday she goes to get coffee in the morning comes back watches the pier for a little while and then she goes back to starbucks then goes to lunch yeah what yeah you, first,
0: first of all you're you you fucking ridiculous you have
2: the life that the colonel and i dream about <laughs> yeah yeah you okay. live in the dream girl
0: <laughs> look at his glasses
2: don't fuck with my glasses. <laughs> I haven't introduced you yet. Be nice.
0: You know, I I can bring a bloody stool if you're not careful. I didn't. I spent 20 minutes watching that fucking
3: hurricane. <laughs> but it was, you, you know, explain what you were watching. It was
0: very interesting. There was there it was, was a crashing camp,
3: against the pier. And there was a camera. You were rooting for the hurricane. That's the sad no, thing. No, I you was not rooting, for the, rooting for, for the hurricane to knock hurricane. the pier down. No, you're a hook,
2: not. a hurricane rooter.
0: She I'm, is. I'm not. I was watching it. I figured it was going to take out the the far end of the pier we were watching it the waves were coming up on it it was creepy and fascinating all at the same time you know i don't like you rooting for the hurricane I'm not rooting for the hurricane mm-hmm. i just said i think it's going to take out that part there not rooting for it i didn't make bets on it you excited about dweebcon i am excited about dweebcon i'm going to see lots of people that i know and love mm-hmm. all
2: right well let me introduce uh the other uh our other co host, Brandy. I guess. A man who is known uh, throughout the land as, oh, that's you, that's known throughout the land. I am. He has been described as an oasis in the desert of despair. By no one. He's a moral compass of this podcast. No, he's not. He's going to be, he's going to be, he's holding a revival during uh, DweebCon. He has a tent. You got you get the tent
3: going, Colonel? I got the tent going up to me. I got, He's I got be, some holy water boiling right now. Don't worry, devil. I didn't bring none into the office. You ain't got none to worry about. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is going to be uh, saving souls. in laying on of the hands.
2: And it's going to be, you know, miraculous. It really is. He, The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Waters Third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm not good, Timmy. Jeez. I'm sorry Why to hear that.
3: use reverend in my name? I'm a reverend, too. Yeah, you ain't practicing. There ain't nothing holy about you. So I ain't good, Timmy. Well, tell me, Colonel, what's wrong? What's bothering you? Well, you know, I like to follow world events closely. Yes. Um, and we, yes. we try to stay off of yeah, politics, yeah. but we're doing Grover Cleveland, and I'm going to bring this up. But I keep hearing about this witch hunt, Timmy. Which witch hunt is that? Um, the one our president keeps talking about. Uh, Every day on the hey. Twitter, there's something about a witch hunt. Yes, and I keep calling the White House mm-hmm. and telling them I know where one of the head witches is. Uh-huh. I don't think they're serious about the witch hunt, Timmy. So who would? where is that witch hunt? Well, I was sitting right here with us. I went out to Acme, Timmy, because uh-huh. I thought there'd be a bounty.
4: You
3: uh-huh. know? I, I spent me $475 on a witch trap. $475. And, it uh,
0: just cheesecake with a box over <laughs> it? <laughs>
3: and... <laughs> I told him I, I I can get a witch. What do I do do I, it's like is it like dear do I have to have a permit to hunt witches? What do I do? You know, do you, right? Cuz I can bag a witch. It's not witch hunting season. Yeah, it's, it's almost not, but, starts, but they keep talking month. about it this witch open. hunt. I keep calling 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Ain't nobody come and pick this witch up yet. Brandy, I think he is trying to insinuate you're a witch. Is he? Yeah.
0: I never would have picked up on that. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. So there.
3: I don't believe that our president is being honest with us when he's telling us about a witch hunt. <laughs> to have
2: thought about that, Brandy.
3: <laughs> okay. Okay. So like are you ready
2: you for a Halloween? Are you ready for Halloween, Brandy?
3: We already have brandy time. It doesn't matter I if she's am ready, ready for, for Halloween. Halloween. Of Noah's course, that's like her Halloween. high holy day, Timmy. Noah's excited for Halloween. For Christians so. like you and I, it's Christmas. But yeah. for pagans like her, it's we, Halloween. The Colonel and I did not
2: celebrate the devil's holiday. We don't. No, we don't. No, I have a little kid that is going to be very that is very excited about Halloween. Although sometimes you have to sacrifice a virgin.
0: Yes yeah, do. Good luck finding one here. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure there's a few on our Facebook group. I don't, no, there, I, there's not one in this building.
2: <laughs> Shall we talk about the sins of Grover Cleveland, Brandy? I we we'll
0: talk about Grover fucking Cleveland.
2: Grover Cleveland, Brandy, mm. became the first president to serve two non-consecutive terms. What do you think about that? I,
0: I'm looking for the fucks that I give. <laughs> so, he, so he was elected. Well, yeah, that's usually how that works. That was one term. Right. He lost. And then he got elected. And again. then he came back and he came back. Get
2: the fuck out of here. It's a really rags riches the rag story, really. It's fascinating. But anyway, despite his successful uh, political career that saw him serve as mayor, mayor of Buffalo. You ever mm-hmm. been to Buffalo, Brandy? I have not. Sometimes I chef off the two Buffalo. Well, right. I've seen that. Uh, he was governor of the state of New York. And he was a two-time president. Not a two-timing president, but a two-time president. I mean, it wasn't like he was going down to Mexico and president there and we up here didn't know about, that would be a two-timing president. Right. Okay. Your comments on that, Colonel?
3: Well, it's not really two-timing if it's Mexico, but if it's Canada, that's some bullshit, Timmy. Please leave a message.
2: Um, (laughs) Colonel, do you um, realize we try not to have our phones on during the podcast? It causes confusion.
3: Timmy, I got – Fusion and delay. And people. I got people – this country needs to be run, Timmy.
2: Well, why are you talking to Siri?
0: Because Siri's his only friend. Because I got,
3: I got British Siri on here, Timmy, and it's she hot. loves me. Yeah. She's kind of hot. She yeah. does mm-hmm. love me. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay,
2: so I was talking about Grover Cleveland and Alexander. Anyway, he was involved, Brandy. He's probably best known for being involved in a scandal that rocked the political world in eighteen. 18- Eighty-four. I don't know shit about Grover Cleveland, so well you're going to learn that s- how he's well known. Because I gonna- figured
0: he was just well known for being a president.
2: You're going to learn something while educating our listeners. Looking forward to it. Stephen Grover Cleveland. His first name was really Stephen. Well, why in the hell would he go by Grover? I don't know. I guess to stand out. Good Lord. Hey, Grover, he, he probably got a lot of pussy by calling himself Grover. And you think so, Colonel?
3: Oh, Grover is just a. A panty dropper, really swimming in snatch. Yeah,
2: I don't, I don't think that Grover's not that name. He was born, Brandy, on March
0: eighteenth,
2: eighteen thirty-seven. Okay. At men, uh, let's see, March. Yeah, his mother would have been pregnant during the holidays. Yes. Oh, and you know she was probably cranky because she's yes. probably about what six months at seven months yes. at Christmas time. Cranky. Yeah. And you know they they didn't have all the things they got now. Like they didn't have my doll back then. My doll, huh? Did they, Colonel?
3: No, they just had a, a hysteria juice to me. They used to give them a the and just knock them oh, out. Oh yeah, better than my doll. And well, yeah. they used to have to masturbate them when they got hysteria. Yeah, Still yeah. still better than my
2: doll. <laughs> have you ever had to do that, Colonel, in your life to calm women down and get around you? Have to put on a glove and get to work. On no, glove. I don't get around
3: crazy women. To me, I just run, I just hide. <laughs> that's I just and then and yet here the best you thing sit. to do. Well, no, I got chocolate on me. If you get too far out of line, I just. But you don't do, a you, don't do you don't do. I mean, because before You're a liar. women would go except from
0: from hysteria, they'd go to the doctor and they would masturbate them, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Because of course that's what we couldn't do it ourselves. We <laughs> got to have somebody do it <laughs> for us. So you think it's really just a bunch of horny doctors? That, yeah. Okay. You're saying a
3: bunch of women going in with a lot of co-payments. <laughs> I've got a headache. <laughs> the devil be in there I got like, cataracts. Yeah, I got, <laughs> would you look at this rash on my uh, back and gosh. masturbate me?
2: <laughs> well, I hope they had a plan where they could keep their doctor in case they ever
0: switched. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you know what though? That's crap. I mean, seriously, like we need you all to do that for us.
3: Why can't we just do it
0: ourselves and save us the money?
3: That's the question I always have for women. Well, the, you know, I have this theory to me that if women mm-hmm. learned how to properly masturbate, men would never. Well, we'd be out of the picture. Well, yeah, but we I have, skill, skill, we have skills. We have skills that they it? don't possess.
2: Well, yeah, chuck and fix dresser drawers and shit. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can. I know how to
3: do wiring. Yeah, in the house. I well, a he doesn't set even of have skills. that.
0: But see, he doesn't even have that. Yeah. So. But you know
3: what he does have. Hold on. You uh-huh. know what Timmy's got?
0: How much money is in <laughs> his wallet? Damn right. Timmy's I pulling don't.
3: hundreds out of here the other day. So. Yeah, I don't have as much
2: today though. But, but let's, Colonel. You're you're very familiar with the
3: uh, female anatomy. <laughs> mm, I'm I'm considered an expert in the female anatomy. Can mean, nobody.
2: Can you talk? Can you just highlight maybe the five top? Uh, Part of the female anatomy. Well, oh,
3: you got God the sake. you got the.
0: Well, wait a minute, Brandy, um,
3: Please talk about Grover Cleveland. Yeah, but the
0: people are like the, begging to, pe- to, of our, to our our listeners
3: like to learn. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, you got the you got the tingly button. Yeah. Um, on the front the right doorbell, the, top, the devil's now. doorbell, the devil's doorbell. Yeah, the tingle button, the shocker button, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the buzzard. Yeah. So you buzz in, right? right you and, buzz in, and then depending on the grooming, you know, you could have a. Some public hair down there, and yeah. Public <clears> hair <throat> is. I'm not yeah. a big fan of the public hair. And then you got the the majority of the labor down there. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. The labor, labor majority. The labor majority, yeah. and yeah. then sure.
3: you got the labor minorities down there. There's sure. a, there's less of them. Yeah, <laughs> thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's a smaller group. Yeah, and then you have the. Um, well, let's see what I'm up to four. I guess. It's really only I made know, up of I four stop. parts. Well, there's only four parts. I, well, you, you got the listening. well, you got the old, you know, you got the old dirt road. Yeah, yeah, that's a but that's really a different part of the anatomy. Well, but, that's, I mean, that's that's a judgment on your part. Yeah, and and oftentimes um I mean it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, but when you does it, do it matter you to you, you Brandy? Really, Cuz that's a yeah, separate yeah, entity all in itself. <laughs> it
0: matters. Yeah. It
3: does about the tea, yeah, devil It matters a lot, <laughs> actually. Yeah, it does. That's why uh, you always leave the light on.
2: Okay, so uh, Grover, Stephen Grover Cleveland was born. Yes. <laughs> she was
0: pregnant during the holidays. He was born in March, 18, blah, blah, blah.
2: 1837. Yeah, come on. He was born in Codwell, New Jersey. Brandy, you ever been in Codwell, New Jersey? I have not, but I'm
3: sure the colonel has. <laughs> colonel? I spent a couple days there, Timmy. It was during hurricane season. Isn't our friends friend
2: friends? Alexander from uh, New Jersey, right? I believe mm-hmm. so. Alex? It? Alex? Alex. It?
0: Yes, Alexandra yeah. is from New Jersey. Yes.
2: Uh, Grover was one of nine children, Brandy. Just one of nine. Uh, he was born to his—his uh, father was a, a minister, Presbyterian, if that matters. I, I, you know, I don't judge, but I know you do. Oh, I don't. Uh, you
3: judge harshly, devil. But uh, for someone who lives in a big old motherfucking glass house, no, 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 you throw a lot of stones. No, That's no. all I'm saying. Here's the
0: thing: I don't judge people. I mean, he can be Presbyterian or whatever he wants. I don't judge people based on their religion.
3: You know that. You no, you weren't here the other day talking about Lutherans. I was not. I you judge. were motherfucking no, Lutheran, I judge motherfucker. People, you, I heard you I say judge that about I judge people based on
0: whether or not they're a dick.
3: No, she
0: Well,
2: his dad was. His dad, his was, dad was a dick? Yeah, he was Richard Failey <coughs> Cleveland. Oh. So yeah. he was a
0: dick. He was a dick. How do they get dick out of Richard? I never did
3: I figure
2: it know. out. I like William and Bill. It doesn't make any sense.
0: I don't know. It's one of life's mysteries. It,
2: it really is. His, his mother's name was Anne. She had a basic name.
0: Ah, yeah. Basic yeah. bitch.
2: But anyway, uh, Grover's early childhood was a happy one. Uh, he had eight brothers and sisters. His parents were strict but loving, Brandy. Oh, they insisted that all their children study the Bible and attend church weekly. Grover's father used to quiz his children on the Bible every evening after supper.
0: Sounds so. exhausting.
2: Yeah. He always had that to look forward to. Right. <laughs>
0: can I go out and play? <laughs> no.
2: Can I, can I use the no. Atari? No. Uh, PlayStation? The Atari. <laughs> the family was not rich, but they were comfortable. Um, by the way, one of his uh, ancestors was um yeah i'll get to this i have it in the script yeah they were related to general moses cleveland
3: now there's a hell of a name <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that, I mean, well that's a general and he'll lead a desert an army for like for he'll lead a desert, a desert. Oh, there you go army through a desert for 40 days mm-hmm. i'm with general moses we'll get stuck in this fucking desert again well he is he, uh, the city of cleveland was named after moses I don't know why I use that joke. None of these fucking people to listen <laughs> read
2: the Bible. Well, I mean, you know, the, it could have went instead. Of, it could be the Moses Browns if it if they you know went a different direction with that. It could. Yes,
0: yes, it could have been the or Moses it,
2: Browns. Karen Barz can be in, living in Moses, Ohio, which could've she's been. in Cleveland. All right, so, so all right, so we're good on his background yeah, here. We got it. In 1841, when Grover was just four years old, the family moved to Fayetteville, New York. Where Grover spent much of his childhood, where he spent much of his childhood, period. No. Yeah. Neighbors later described him as full of fun and inclined to play pranks, just like our Colonel here.
0: Yeah, full of,
2: yeah. He was fond of the outdoors. Well, good. In 1853, when Grover was 16 years old, his dad died from a gastric ulcer. Sorry.
0: I feel like I'm going to right now.
2: Well, that's yeah, it's a serious thing, you know. We don't like we don't make light of gastric ulcers on this show.
0: Yeah, you do. You'll some pod- some, some
2: podcasters do. We don't. Some do, and I don't want to name no names. Yeah, like uh, Nina. Uh-huh. <laughs> While serving away as a in a missionary, uh, he was in <laughs> serving in a missionary. Our our good friend Grover. He learned about his father's death. Uh, he learned it actually, Brandy, from a boy selling newspapers on the street. That was nice of the paper boy to let him know that his dad died. Uh, Grover was heartbroken, uh, Colonel. He soon quit school to help support his family. As in, you know, he was a responsible young lad. Grover's older brother, William, was hired as a teacher in, in the New York Institute for the Blind. Colonel, your thoughts on that? I can see that. Okay. it's <laughs> <That's> so bad. <laughs> Uh, He couldn't. Now he got, and William, uh, instructor. Then he probably could see. He got uh, Grover a job (laughs) as an assistant
3: (laughs) teacher. You know, and could you imagine if the devil was Mm. an instructor in a blind school? Because she just fucks with people for no reason. Now you think she'd she'd be tripping, tripping people, and I mean, just you know, she'd steal shit from them. Like the person (laughs) had put their lunch on the desk, and that would be like, oh, that looks like a good sandwich. I'm (gasps) gonna take that. You oh you got Pop-Tarts there oh those are mine now. Brandy would you (laughs) do that? No. And then the poor bastard can't even say has anybody seen my (laughs) Pop-Tarts? Because of course they haven't. They haven't seen anything.
0: You're being see you're being
3: awful mean. Yes. And judgmental. No, I'm trying to I'm trying the struggle is real. How would you know? I can close my eyes. See. Oh Jesus.
2: Yeah, uh, he. but anyway, yeah. Grover got a job as an assistant teacher there at the blind school for the blind. Uh, when the financial situation became more, more stable in, in the home, uh, Grover uh, went moved back to Fayetteville with his mom. Uh, a generous elder in his church. You know anything about elders in your church? You have elders, Brandy? Yes. They're older, generally. Generally speaking. Yeah. Uh, offered to pay his uh, college for his college education because at this point their family is kind of, you know, short on funds. Dad dies of a
0: gastric ulcer and all goes to hell. Yeah, but I'm wondering what what the old man wanted for that. Well, there
2: was a string attached. Well, of course, there was. He wanted uh, he wanted Grover to become a minister.
0: Oh. So
2: he agreed to pay Grover pay for his tuition if Grover agreed to become a minister. Now Grover did not want to be a minister. And so he he declined the very gracious officer the office, and offer. And in 1855 he moved out west. Now remember this is 1855, so out west is just anything west of Pennsylvania, right? Right. So he moved, um, but his benefactor, this old man, his elder, he did give Grover twenty five dollars to start his new life. Nice. You I mean it's a lot of money back then. I know. A debt that uh, Grover would repay when he became a successful attorney. At 17, Grover took the claim. Uh, he decided to go to Cleveland because, you know, his, his name is. Was the, it called Cleveland at the time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was named after his, you know, his ancestor. So he decided what better place to, to live in in Cleveland. Someone named after you, right? Please leave a message. Kiss <laughs> my ass. God damn. She does not have an English accent um i'm trying to get her there timmy at uh, 17 so grover goes to, the first time you've said that <laughs> <laughs> can you make her make uh, moaning sounds like she's getting ready please to. don't at 17 grover took off a of train for cleveland ohio he chose the city because it was named after his relative however on his way he stopped to visit his cousin's brandy in buffalo new york you've been to buffalo
0: I have, I have never shuffled to off to Buffalo. I
2: have been to Buffalo. It's right outside of uh, Niagara Falls. I see. And I read recently that Timothy McVeigh. Uh
0: huh.
2: He, he, had gr- he been to Buffalo. He grew up in Buffalo. And <laughs> Colonel, they say McVeigh, you know what set him over the edge was the, the bu-
3: Buffalo Bills <laughs> losing the Super Bowl four years in a row. Yeah,
2: well, it was three times, but yeah, he they lost four times. But the third time is when he went off the deep end. Jesus Christ! Always oh, learned something on this show. So anyway, uh, Grover visit his, uh, visits his cousins in Buffalo, and then you know what? He liked it. So he told his cousin that he wanted to become a lawyer. His, lawyer, his cousin says, look, young Grover, you stay here. Don't go to Cleveland. Stay in Buffalo. I know some lawyers because back then people didn't go to law school. What the hell are you doing?
0: Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. He's listening to a YouTube video.
3: Hold on. It's my new theme song for the show, Timmy. What is it? I will show you. All,
2: All right. Done. So Grover, I hear it. Grover goes to Buffalo. His cousin talks him into staying, promising his cousin promised because this was before
0: so they he like understudied some lawyers. Yeah, he okay. became an he yeah, uh, became an apprentice, yeah.
2: A lawyer's apprentice. Yeah. So, uh he decides to settle in Buffalo. All right. Um,
3: Please come to Buffalo for the springtime. She said no. She said no. Well, she always kept saying no? I, I know. And, well, I asked the bitch like him. I asked bitch invite. once, maybe twice. She once, maybe like twice. Him. After the third time, you cut her off. I gotta get my. I'd have to pull out my CeeLo video, Timmy.
2: But she ends up with him at the end of the song, right? I don't know. She comes. I don't like the song enough to listen to it all. Well, he asked her to come to Boston for springtime.
0: I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought she kept saying no.
2: Yeah, but then she wanted him to come back to Tennessee. No. It's, it's, it's a tragic love story. Anyway, Grover, um, yeah, so Grover goes to uh, Buffalo, he starts staying with his cousins there, and his cousins introduce him to several attorneys in town, and he gets a job as a, at an apprentice. Guess how much he's making brandy? Fifty dollars a year.:
0: Nice. He was a baller, baller.
2: He uh, worked and studied hard, and in 1859, he was accepted to the New York Bar Association. About time. Oh,
0: good. Yeah. He still did better than Timmy.
3: Grover opened Timmy his— was ex- Timmy was—Timmy—Timmy actually, and we give Timmy a hard time, but <clears throat> I've seen the letter on Timmy's desk. The Bar Association asked him to become an honorary member. Oh, mm. yeah? Mm. Yeah.
0: Because of all his good works.
3: Well, because he... With single mothers. He's done I do a lot of work with single mothers. <laughs> he does do a lot of work. It's an honorary thing. Mm-hmm. He can't really practice law, but he can mm-hmm. call himself a lawyer. I can practice it. I just can't do you it. can do it, <laughs> he it right. Just, <laughs> he can practice and practice and practice. But. Well, but no matter what I do,
2: and no matter what kind of lawyer I would make, I, I can never exceed my ability in terms of that, uh, you know, performing sexually with women, Colonel. I mean, I've... You know, when you're so good at one thing... Look at
0: his glasses.
2: It's it's Your glasses
3: were in the hurricane, Timmy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little disheveled today. Yeah, I mean, tell me more about your ways with women (laughs) as you sit there with your glasses. Uh,
3: Now, hold on. Fuck six feet. I'm I'm only going to say this. I don't know. I've never seen Timmy perform. Right. I've never (laughs) seen Timmy perform, okay? Good. Um, But I have seen... Mm-hmm. Some of the lovely ladies that Timmy has uh, been involved with in his life, mm-hmm. and the only thing I can we're think put of, ladies in quotes, is that this motherfucker must perform like Houdini. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> that's mean, what I'm saying. <laughs> he must be. Uh, he, I'm the he, Mickey Mantle of. Cuddling you got to be the goddamn Elton John of. Yeah.
0: Mickey Mantle of the ladies. <laughs> Mickey. <laughs>
2: I've, I'm known for my, my abilities. To, 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 but if I become a lawyer, I could never, I could never be as good an attorney as I am. You never give I. back the way you give right. back now. So, me. you know, you focus on your strengths. Yeah, you give, a,
3: you, you, you give a whole new meaning to the term pro bono. Yeah.
0: What do you think about that, Brandy? <laughs> I can't. I just can't think about it at
3: all. Grover opened his law firm with another young lawyer named
0: Oscar Folson. Oh, Fucking that Grover
3: guy. and Oscar, is goddamn Sesame it Street is. over
0: there. It is. They need a Bert. They need a Burt.
2: Grover and Oscar. I never, I never realized that, but you're right. Grover and Oscar had met uh, when they both. You know what I didn't like is uh, I don't know. Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. They we remember they had that little train. Yeah. And you had like to go to that little train to the neighborhood make believe or something. Yeah. We why can't you just walk over there? That train was small. You
3: didn't. People didn't need to get on that train, Colonel. No, no, they did not, and I'm about to throw I'm about to throw some information at you, Timmy. It's just uh, eye-opening. Yeah. Hey, Biff, get over here. I need you to research something. I'm gonna give this to our researcher, Biff. We have a
2: college intern. Yeah. Biff. Pocaroba. What's
3: his name?
0: Pocaroba. Yeah.
2: Biff Pocaroba is our uh, 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 summer assistant. He's just here for this intern, summer intern.
0: Biff. Boca-roba. Fucking idiots. Tell me more about Grover.
2: Um, He started his own law firm with Oscar. Oscar and uh, Grover had met when they both were clerking for the same law firm. Both were apprentices. They quickly become good friends, Brandy, and running buddies. They both were ambitious and liked to frequent the saloons and brothels of Buffalo. As there were many. Your comments on that? Yeah, because that was like where the Erie Canal was, like you know, you right along long Buffalo there, so you had a lot of horny, you know, sailors going up and down Sorry. the Erie Canal.
0: Wow, so to speak.
3: Yeah. <laughs> go so with. anyway, right Mister Rogers, yeah. never served in the military, to me. Wow, fucker. <laughs> Bastard. no there's all kinds of rumors that you hear about mr rogers he wore a sweater because he had a whole sleeve for tattoos because he was a sniper in the military
2: oh you're saying that that that's, that's not true that's, that's the,
3: the that's the bomb show i'm dropping on y'all but
2: when not there a movie about him recently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay i like mr rogers i think he had
3: the clap <laughs> <laughs> why why do you it's just a feeling Just the a feeling. is ro- it's just a feeling? Why well, would you sully the name of Mr. Rogers Bob of all Ross, people? Bob
0: Ross. Bob was a drill sergeant. Yeah. In the military. Yeah. Lo- God yeah. love Bob. Make Ross. him pretty, motherfucker. That's right. Rest in peace. Yeah, God love. his soul. No, I,
2: I don't. I, I shouldn't say that about Mr. Rogers. I'm sure he was a nice man. I, he had I just. The clap. Huh? He did not have the clap. He, he did not have the clap, I and mean, I would defend any. I would fight anyone that says he did. Perfect. Oscar and Grover both had political aspirations, Brandy. And they would, would uh, be
0: the mayor of Sesame Street.
2: So they all attended <laughs> the right parties and sought to meet the right people.
3: Yeah, and you know we those motherfuckers at some point had to get in a room with it. somebody from a different country that was the count. Mm-hmm. Oh. So they had Grover, Oscar, the count. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even though Mr. this was this. not uncommon,
2: they, they, they visited whorehouses basically a lot together.
0: Sure, that's what a brothel is.
2: And even though this was not uncommon, it was still scandalous behaviour. I mean, this is Victorian era, right? Scandalous.
0: Yeah. This is the Victorian era. So is that why this is called scandal?
2: Yes. Scandal. Oscar always found it curious that when the two, him and Grover, right, right, visited brothels, Grover would always request the youngest and prettiest girl on the staff. Hmm. Your thoughts about that, Brandy?
3: Better than getting ugly as one. Fuck if you're right. gonna pay for it, why, why get the ugly one? you sit there and say I
0: want the oldest? Yeah, yeah. You know what I do when I go to the grocery store? One. Oh,
3: could I have that moldy loaf of bread up there? Exactly. Yeah. Give me the lunch meat well, looks spoiled. Wore out.
2: Oscar, yeah. Oscar also found it odd that Grover's bachelor apartment had photos of young children in it throughout. Oh. None of which were his family members. I don't like
3: this story. That's disturbing.
2: Still, the two men were best friends and continued to be close throughout the, rest of, throughout, the, throughout the rest of their lives. Okay. In January 1863, Civil War was going on then. Grover, with the support of the Democratic Party, was appointed assistant district attorney of Erie County. Brandy, your thoughts Ooh, on that?
3: That's a big deal. It was
2: a big deal. His political future looked promising, but then they got uh. the Civil War
3: was going on.
0: So what happened was, you know,
3: there was nothing really civil about the Civil War, (laughs) Timmy. It was a a misnomer. (laughs) It is a misnomer. It is. Uh, But uh, Grover
2: had no intention of volunteering in the military, but he worried about his the political consequences of not serving. Sure. He wanted to, you know, keep his political viability.
3: Mm -hmm. And no horse wanted his fat ass on their back. So there's that. So um, in
2: 1863, Congress passed this conscription act which was a draft, basically, and you could either serve in the military or you could pay to hire a substitute.
1: <laughs>
2: Doesn't seem fair, but, you know. No, no mi- that's, you know what? Who that's what a lot
3: of the Irish did, Timmy.
2: Yeah, well, that's what Grover did. He, uh, as an assistant prosecutor, he came in contact with a lot of people who were vulnerable, let's say.
0: Oh, so he found himself a hobo to volunteer <laughs> for
2: him. A 32-year-old Polish immigrant named George Beninsky had been arrested for petty theft. He had stole $8 from a friend. There had been a rash of home invasions in the Buffalo area, and at the time, Grover threatened to charge Beninsky with all of them, uh, despite several of them occurring while Beninsky was still in jail.
0: Hey. (laughs) (laughs) It was, you know,
2: shaky. Uh, If convicted of the charges, it would put uh, the alcoholic Beninsky away for 30 years. So he made him an offer.
0: So he hires this drunk, th- this drunk thief.
2: Grover offered George a deal: he would drop all the charges, give George a bottle of whiskey, and pay him one hundred and fifty dollars if George, or if Belinsky would agree to serve in the military on Grover's behalf. Seems like a fair deal
0: to me. No, oh, he's got bone spurs.
2: By this time, <laughs> Belinsky was going through terrible withdrawals. He's in jail, so he's going through the DTS. Oh yeah. Uh, but he still wanted a better deal. So he, he, he told Grover that if he did all the things that he promised and if he survived the war, that Grover would promise that he would help. Uh, if, he, oh, if he survived the war, Grover promised he would help get him a job, and if he didn't uh, survive the war, that uh, Grover promised to support his widow, Belinsky's widow.
0: Well, first of all, to the women. The, to the station of which she had become accustomed, and the style of which <laughs> she had become accustomed. Well, I mean, he was thinking
2: about his
3: wife. I, I mean, I'd No, but,
0: it. you know, this fucker's... She's married to her, but but you know what? She's married, yeah, she's married to a drunken thief. But, and and, was, and, and I
3: think we all know. And I mean, why don't um, you
0: just say, yeah, sure, I'll do that.
3: And then, I, yeah, We whatever. want you, and and we want you to use, take this as a cautionary tale, because mm-hmm. this is what it's going to look like when you live with Lanny, devil.
2: <laughs> how is lanny by the way i don't
3: know the one-armed auto zone worker
2: <laughs> for those of you who don't know brandy uh we're predicting that brandy husband will come to his senses kick her out and she will end up with lanny lanny who's a uh living in a park trailer park down by the river and works part-time at uh, pet boys pet boys mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a little name tag lanny mm-hmm. he's got greasy hair and crazy smile. And, act,
3: and <laughs> acne. And what else? Uh, eczema. Bl- bl- bloody stool. <laughs> bloody stool. Erectile dysfunction. Let's see what so it is. So there's uh, nothing. Why would elbow? I end up
0: with landing? <laughs> mm-hmm. well, well,
2: I mean,
3: spare me alone. I mean, and, and don't take this wrong It's better way, than devil. being alone. No. You, you know, no. we know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's we not. love you. But you ain't getting any younger. Huh? You ain't getting any younger at all.
2: But you know, there, there's people actually
3: like her on our Facebook page. <laughs> I know that fucking baffles me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very nice. Yeah, you are. And when they when they do the, like whose team are you on? What I always think of team when Devil. people jump on Team Brandy, I, I always try to think is what is their dysfunction?
2: Yeah, you know they got they've, they've, There's some issues that they oh, have. there's
3: something hidden hidden yeah. trauma there or something that makes them all jacked up in the head.
2: Yeah, your your thoughts on that, Brandy? Uh, <laughs> what the hell are you doing my god you Bullshit. guys need
3: to take this podcast a little bit more seriously we're professionals god damn it Brand- and yet, these are still straighter than your glasses and
2: <laughs> brandy's making glasses out of the mic cord of the
3: okay. Microphone. Uh.
0: still
2: straighter than timmy's glasses george Beninsky. Yeah. I know. I need to order some new glasses. Give like me Jesus days. Christ. Look
0: <laughs> at this. I walked Dude, in. I, I had like these on. And I Day walked into mad. the wall. <laughs> Do I look like mad Edna? You had them on and you walked into a wall. Yeah,
2: it was the middle of the night. It was what? a long story. What the fuck? It was a long story. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Come on, compose yourself One
3: of his lenses is at like a 45 degree angle It's like somebody would have really fucked up too
2: It's okay My head's at a 45 degree angle So anyway You
0: can't fix
2: those I'm going to buy a new pair I have to order them You can't just go in a store and buy these glasses no.
0: There's a reason for that. You no, can't, it's the uh, kind. It's
2: the magnetic kind. The of, magnetic oh, you, Those kind. are the magic
0: ones. Yeah, and you yeah. have to buy yeah, those I on on the internet. Them. I those can are, fix those. Those are the panty dropper glasses. <laughs> you have to buy them on a the worldwide web.
3: <laughs> on the internet, I can actually fix those, Timmy. Uh, <laughs> I no. got skills.
2: I've seen you fix glasses <laughs> before. You rip them apart. That's all that. Looks
0: <laughs> <Those laughs> like Damon. <Madden. laughs> you do. I'll all right. Like that. Okay.
2: Let's sorry. go back to Belinsky. So Belinsky in. Uh, He was inducted in the Army. Oh, so Grover agreed, say, I'll take care of you. Oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. After you get out now. Do
3: that again, though. Wait. Uh,
2: Okay, so uh, he agrees. Grover agrees. And then uh, Belinsky is inducted into the United States Army in place of Grover Cleveland. Your thoughts on that, Brandy?
0: Yeah. Somebody had to do (laughs) it. Somebody
3: had to go. (laughs) Um,
2: Now, (laughs) he was only in the... (laughs) He was only in the military a short time, Brandy.
0: They get killed? No,
2: <laughs> no. While serving in the army, only a week, he was severely injured when a wagon he was driving overturned, and the wagon wheel landed directly on his testicles.
0: <laughs> he was drunk driving.
3: Hold on. How big do your balls got to be to get run over? Well, I by think they're.
2: Well, I like, think they're, they're no, bigger. It than
0: fell it. off. Like the wagon wheel fell off and yeah. landed on his nose.
2: He was in severe pain. He was yeah, yeah. rushed oh, to true. a military physician who attempted to treat him for testi- to testicular torsion. Is that right? Torsion. I've
3: actually had that, Timmy. Yeah.
2: So I mean, seriously, you, you can yeah. you can die. That
3: shit you. ain't no fun, man. Yeah. That shit ain't no fun. the head to I take think me Nick, right to the emergency Nick Johnson room.
2: had that, right? Yeah. Or
3: they thought he... What? Motherfucker, I'm telling you, I had it. And you're like, oh, this person <laughs> had it, that person... I had it. I, I was walking of through you his had. I don't.
2: I don't think Nick had it. I
0: think they thought he had Between it. Between the two of you, you've had goddamn near everything. Tim's had scurvy, for Christ's sake. Yeah. So, Colonel,
2: what happened? No, what did... no. All right, all right,
3: all right. No, they just... Uh, basically, all they do is manipulate them back into place, but... You liked it. It is it's basically you like had a somebody, boy doctor and you liked it. It's like somebody put a clamp, like a vice, on one of your testicles, Timmy. I mean you literally doubled over. Well, I don't it's, understand it's y'all walk around with that stuff
2: all it, the time. It's serious because uh Belinsky laid in agony for several days and he finally died
0: of internal bleeding due to the accident. Yeah. That, so he did die. He did.
1: So uh, when
0: I said did he die and you looked at me and said no. Yeah, I forgot. Later, when his widow
2: sought financial help from Grover, remember he made that deal. Grover told her to fuck off. Yeah, Grover told her that there was no such agreement and that he had paid one hundred fifty dollars for her husband, and that was the extent of his yeah. obligation. And he really
0: didn't do a good job. He didn't really finish the job.
3: Yeah, but he went in. I mean, he, I mean, well, I mean,
0: he, he went in, but he was only there a week. Yeah, but it's he, one
3: thing to have, get hit by a cannonball, but it, it's another but, thing to have your but nuts smashed by but a if, wagon.
2: But if Grover went there and had his nuts, he got his nuts uh smashed in Grover's place
3: this whole scandal would have never happened to me we wouldn't even be doing a podcast the, bottom so line what's his name Timmy? what's, what's it what's yeah thank you for your service <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah so Grover uh he does not help his his widow Beninsky's
0: widow at all oh. you had to see that coming
2: But his uh, political career continued to flourish, and in 1870, he was elected sheriff of Erie County by a mere 303 votes, Brandy. Like Boss Hogg? Your thoughts on that. Like
0: Boss Hogg? Yes. Or Roscoe P. Coltrane? Yes. Nice. The position
2: not only helped uh, Grover climb the political ladder. he got to carry a gun. It also made him a a wealthy man, and this is why. Because back in the day, no, the sheriffs received uh, uh, money every time they served a warrant. Oh. So it made him a wealthy man in a short period of time. And you're going to tell dirty. us, you're going to tell us
0: what happens next in the life of Young Grover. Well, it's estimated that in just two years as sheriff, Grover earned forty thousand dollars in fees. That seems a little shady. To which me. is equivalent to eight hundred thousand in today's dollars. That's good. That's good work. You can that's get a it. lot of
3: parking tickets.
0: Mm-hmm. In addition to getting rich by this, by this time, Grover was also getting fat. Fat,
2: Colonel. He's getting fat. There ain't no
0: reason for that. There, you there know, we
2: no went to, we went through this whole period where we were just electing fat uh, presidents. Grover.
0: He, he should have been on. He should have. Did they have of keto Taft. back then. <coughs> I don't think they had keto back then. Okay. But Grover, whose diet consisted of shit that Timmy eats, almost entirely of meat, potatoes, and beer. Your thoughts on that, Colonel? I don't like beer much. All right. Ballooned to nearly three hundred pounds. So he's putting on a few packing in a few pounds packing on some lbs. Yeah. Most of Grover's time as sheriff was uneventful. Most of it. Grover was aware corrupt of corruption throughout the count throughout county government but was not wanting to make waves and he ignored it. He spent most of his days at the office and in the evenings him and Oscar would continue to drink at the town saloons and visit the local brothels. You think you get uh, a discount at the brothels brandy being the sheriff for sure? I mean, they get free coffee and shit from McDonald's. You get free putain? Probably. Uh, The only thing that changed was that, as sheriff, Grover no longer had to pay at the brothels. There you go. Mm -hmm. And the owners were always sure to have the prettiest and youngest girl available for the Honorable Sheriff of Erie County. Soon, though, Oscar went and decided to get married and curtail his whoremongering. Hmm. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? Well, you know...
3: Sounds like a quitter to me, Timmy. Mm -hmm. No, he curtailed it. It doesn't mean he (laughs) quit it. Okay. Well, much like Timmy curtails, is when
0: he's sleeping. Right. Grover served his best man at Oscar's wedding and later was named godfather to the Folsom's firstborn child, a girl named Frances.
3: Did they have to kiss his ring now?
0: Grover loved the little girl and would shower her with toys and other gifts.
3: I'm not sure I like the way Grover's approaching (laughs) this this whole situation. Uh,
0: As the girl grew older, he would come to the Folsom's home several nights a week and read her bedtime stories.
3: Hmm. See, that seems shady to me.
0: (laughs) To the Folsom's, it seemed like Grover was trying to experience fatherhood mm, through his relationship with young Francis. To others... Grover's behavior toward the young child seemed odd and a
3: bit creepy. It's a bit you know, creepy, Brandy. To others? Not how, why in the fuck didn't it seem like that to everybody? Oh, Not wait. to others. Here to everybody. Go. The whole goddamn world. Oh, wait a minute. So here we go. Pope should have weighed in on that one. Wait for it. Okay.
0: When Oscar's wife, Emma, mentioned that Grover would make a great father and he should consider getting married, Grover replied quite matter-of-factly, Hmm. I do plan to get married. I'm just waiting for my wife to grow up.
3: Yeah, that's a creepy thing to say. That's a creepy thing to say, yeah. You know, you mm, can say a lot of things about Timmy, but he waits for him to grow up, right? Yeah, absolutely. 25 Mm. and up. 25 and over. You got to have ID.
0: It's like between 25 and 30. And let's not even lie
3: that he goes just slightly. Uh,
0: Let's go say 20. Let's say 22 to 30. I wouldn't say 20. I've never seen him go
3: 22. I've never seen him go below 25.
2: There's. Yeah, but this one is, I mean. No, this is gross. Yes. In the meantime.
4: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Grover, while he's waiting for his wife to grow up oh. or be born or whatever. You know, you got to you know, have, have something to do. Grover continued to drink, chase whores, and date women who could benefit him financially or politically. After his term as sheriff had ended... Grover returned to his Buffalo law practice and did quite well. He was the town's most eligible bachelor, but showed no interest in marriage. In early 1872, he did become interested in a local shop girl named Maria Crofts Halpin. Maria was a young widow who had recently moved to Buffalo. She became friends with Oscar Folsom's wife, who was a member of her church. Maria was very conservative. She was a young woman of 19. She had been married to a preacher back east who had recently died, so she moved to Buffalo to make a new start. She joined the local Presbyterian church. The pastor was able to get her a job as a sales lady at Talbert's department store. Maria met Grover at a church picnic, and Grover quickly became smitten with her. Maria was prim and proper. This was the Victorian era, and she was careful to guard her reputation of being a God-fearing woman.
2: How about you, Colonel? Are you God fearing? Are you a God fearing woman? I know you haven't been careful to guard your
3: reputation as a God fearing. But why woman. would you
0: fear God?
2: I mean, I don't get why people should be God fearing. Well, because He can stuff. smite your ass in a minute. That's uh, why I've never
3: been smited. He's a smiter. He's a smiter.
0: smiter. First of all, you've been smited many a time. <laughs> Look at your
3: glasses. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like you got smited this morning.
0: Grover asked Maria to dinner on several occasions, and Maria turned down his offers. She'd only been widowed for nine months, and Did they meet on was- Tinder. And maybe, and with Craigslist, and widows during the period. uh, She swiped right or left? Yeah. I don't know. Swiped left. Let's see. Widows during this period were expected to stay in mourning for one year and one day. Wow. That's a goddamn good rule. Yeah. They had to wear black and definitely could not date men during the mourning process. Did they then
3: get tattoos? If anybody anything ever happens to me, I think every goddamn person on the dweebs, every woman on the dweebs, and everybody who's ever known me should wear black for a year. I think
0: day. they should give up sex for one year. I'm not going to do yeah. either
3: one of those things, but thanks
0: for asking. Uh, let's see. Don't come to my funeral drunk. You don't worry about
3: what I'm doing. You worry about what you're doing or not doing. I mean, we can, just the one day. I'm asking you the one day. I know you come to work drunk most of the time. One day could you stay sober?
0: Probably not. And
2: don't worry. You can watch the hurricane on your phone during the services. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Grover was impatient, however. Well, he wanted the poo tank, and birthday. insistent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: Grover was a lady life. man. He's a lady, <laughs> lady, lady man, man. The lady man, yeah. lady
0: Uh He insisted Maria have dinner with him. Yeah. Reluctantly, she finally agreed after her morning period had ended. The couple enjoyed dinner at a local seafood restaurant. Maria became concerned at dinner when she thought she smelled alcohol on Grover's breath. She also noticed that his behavior was somewhat erratic. Well, erratic. Grover seemed nervous and kept looking at his pocket watch during dinner. She thought perhaps he Because he was paying by the hour. Well, probably. (laughs) She thought maybe he had other plans for the evening. Uh, When she asked if he needed to go, Grover said that he had not been looking at the time, but rather a picture in his timepiece. He explained, oh, God, hmm, he explained that the picture was that of his goddaughter, Francis. Oh, bad move on the date. Grover shot. Shit. Grover. Showed, Grover shit. Well, he shit. Grover says, shit himself. No, it says Grover should Maria. But I think it was supposed to be showed. Yes. But I couldn't quite okay. get it out. Grover showed Maria the photo and she commented that Francis was a very pretty girl to which Grover agreed and spent the next several minutes discussing her beauty the way a man would describe a girlfriend. Maria thought the discussion a bit odd, but was happy Grover seemed to like children. Mm. Oh, he likes them all right. Mm.
3: Yeah, he likes them.
0: After dinner, Grover escorted Tastes Maria like home. Tastes like chicken. Yeah. Throughout the carriage ride home, Grover continued to discuss the virtues of his goddaughter. When they arrived at he Maria's trying to make
3: her unvirtuous as what he's <laughs> trying to do, though.
0: When they arrived at Maria's home, Grover tipped his hat to Maria and wished her a good night. Okay. Good day. At this time, he started going into a loud coughing fit. He started shaking and gasping for air. Concerned that he might be choking on something he ate for dinner three hours later, Mm -hmm. uh, Maria invited Grover into her home for a glass of water. The couple stepped in Maria's house, and she went to get Grover a glass of water. He drank the water and thanked Maria for her generosity. Maria turned to take the glass when Grover grabbed her and kissed her hard on the mouth.
3: Ooh, Grover was like... Right a, on the mouth. Yeah, Grover was like one of those guys in a, in a romance novel.
2: I want to tell you, I can't go anywhere, Colonel, where women just want to kiss me right on you the know, mouth. I got a shirt. Tell mm-hmm. me, I
3: got one of the Me Too shirts. Mm-hmm. You, they want to kiss you on the mouth? I just get groped and kissed, and it's just... Not, okay,
2: so this is not good, Brandy. This is, this I is not I feel like good.
3: people don't appreciate me for for my... But oh, we don't yes. want to
2: make light of this. because it's serious. So he, he grabs her, he kisses, her, and then what happens?
0: Within seconds, Grover was on top of Maria. Yeah, he's a fat ass, too. And his huge frame had her pinned to the floor. A huge frame. According to later statements by Maria Halpin, the future president of the United States then proceeded to rape her. Oh, Grover? When he finished, oh. he stood up, dressed, while Maria was still lying on the floor crying. Grover told Maria that if she ever told anyone what had transpired, that he would have her arrested, put in jail, and have the key thrown away. He reminded her that as, that as a former sheriff and a predominant politician that he could ruin her.
2: Yeah, and I mean, she's new, right? She's new to the community. Tol-
0: you're going to have to let me finish I'm this. I'm sorry. He told her that as a new member of the community, <laughs> See, I knew I read it. no thing. one would believe her. Maria remained on the floor sobbing. Grover adjusted his trousers and walked out the door.
2: So Grover's a prick.
0: Several weeks went by, and Grover forgot about the incident with Maria. Then one day he received a note that she needed to see him. A few days went by, and then Grover went to see Maria. She told Grover that she was pregnant. Oddly, Grover started laughing and assured Maria that he would make an honest woman of her. At the time, being, as an, un- being an unwed mother... Uh, Maria would have been shunned by the community. She would have brought shame to her family and likely disowned. See, that's fucked up. They blame the victim. Oh, sure. Maria would have lost her job as a sales lady and possibly kicked out of the congregation at church. Grover kept assuring Maria that he would marry her and provide for the child. Weeks then passed with Grover contacting Maria when she tried to reach him. Oh. Weeks then passed with Grover contacting Maria. When she tried to reach him, Grover would ignore her. Finally, Maria was contacted by a woman who told Maria she was hired by Grover to assist her in her child's birth. The woman assured Maria that Mr. Cleveland intended to care for the child. Maria quit her job at the department store and told friends she was going away for a while. The woman, as promised, came by every day to care for Maria. Grover provided for Maria financially. Soon the baby was born, a healthy baby boy whom Maria wanted to name Grover after its father but Grover insisted on naming the child Oscar after his best friend. Reluctantly, Maria agreed.
3: So, he's a prick. He's, oh, a, he's a dirty, nasty son of bitch. Now, while she's recovering from this childbirth, which is vastly overrated Shut up. as far as pain. I had a kidney stone. I had my gallbladder right, out. Right. I had blah, testicular blah, blah. torsion. All of those rank on the pain scale far higher than childbirth. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but anyway the woman who cared for and helped deliver the baby to, told maria uh, she was going to take the child for a checkup after she gave birth to the baby the woman told maria to avoid scandal was best if she took this child alone and maria said yeah that makes perfect sense to me she never saw the woman again grover had arranged to have the child raised by a poor young couple grover would pay for the child's needs and provide a stipend to the young family the one requirement was that the couple never mention the story to anyone. Now, when the woman didn't return with the baby, Maria damn near lost her mind. She contacted the police who refused to help her. She attempted to contact Grover, who by this time had filed a restraining order against her, claiming that she was insane and had threatened him on several occasions. This was a dastardly son bitch here, Timmy. Mm-hmm. Maria would not give up and threatened to go to the newspapers if Grover did not return her child. Grover told Maria that his friends owned all of the papers, and if she didn't leave town, he was going to th- have her ass tossed in a insane asylum. Maria refused to give up a child, Timmy, and true to his word, Grover had Maria thrown in the nut house. on would, that, Brandy? She would never what see her child dick. again. What a dick! Now, meanwhile, Grover continued his legal and political career. Uh, his longtime friend and law partner, Oscar Folsom, was killed in a carriage accident. Where he did—it's a shame that. You know, this could have all been prevented if Grover would have got his nuts smashed in a carriage exactly. accident. Exactly. But uh, Grover became an executor of his friend's estate and legal guardian of his goddaughter. Now he got the fucking fox in the henhouse again. This dastardly, dirty motherfucker here. He became the legal guardian of Francis, the one he was always had in his pocket watch, and
2: mm-hmm. he was obsessed with.
3: Yeah. So anyway, Grover went got elected mayor of Buffalo, which is you know not a great honor because it's Buffalo. Um, then he became governor of New York, and then he gained the Democratic nomination for president, timmy. Now during, in 1884, political operatives dug up dirt on Grover, mm-hmm. and Grover's opponent was former Speaker of the House James Blaine of Maine, that right. who lives on the plane.
0: Where there's no rain. Yeah. Now Previously el- of Spain.
3: The election was tight, Timmy. It was tight, and It looked Brady. like it would all come so down to Grover's home tight. state of New Easy. York. Oh, it sorry. was tight, tight, tight. It looked like it was going to come down to New York to decide the election. Blaine's politi- Wait a minute.
0: It's a cliffhanger,
3: Brandy. <laughs> it <laughs> is.
0: It is. I'm, you know. Now,
3: Blaine's political allies sent investigators to Buffalo to dig up dirt on Grover. Yeah, and these rumors. rumors... Then they, they came across... Cars. Stormy Daniels, Timmy. No, not Stormy Daniels. Oh, a, sorry, Mary Halpin, who yes. had been released Maria. from the mental institution and was living a quiet life as a recluse. Maria yeah. told the story to the newspaper. The story became quite the scandal, Timmy. At campaign stops in the political cartoons the cry from Grover's political opponents became Ma, Ma, where's my pa? Yes.
2: So, yeah. like, the cartoons would show a picture of Grover Cleveland and the lady with the baby and this baby crying for her dad. It was quite the scandal, Brandy. It
3: was. For his part, mm-hmm. Grover never de- denied the claims. He told reporters that he was just one of the many prominent men who Maria had affairs with. So he's, again, blaming. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. He admitted that he took financial responsibility for raising the child because Maria's other lovers were married and didn't want to destroy their lives. Now, he told people privately no, that his old a friend Oscar was a real father and he was just covering up for his best friend and he claimed Maria was a harlot Timmy. So he's A harlot and an alcoholic.
2: He's blaming it on his dead friend.
3: I'm yeah, sure. he's blaming it on his dead friend and calling her, which is is I mean, we know what a harlot and an alcoholic looks like, right, Timmy? I've seen harlots in my day. We and alcoholics. Mm-hmm. And when you mix them together it's a bad, bad mix, but you know It's a harlot. People seem to like and her heartache. on the podcast, so we'll put up with it. Yeah. But anyway, as I shot as shot at you, Brandy.
0: No shit, really. <laughs> well,
2: they, no, no, they drug this woman out. She, oh, did, yeah, I mean, she didn't. She, she did not want to. She didn't even
3: want to come out forward then. Yeah. But now, what's funny is people want to Grover to fight back in this. Blaine had all kinds of political skeletons, but Grover wouldn't use them. He was afraid to go too dark there. Um, a nasty. When they go low, he goes higher, Brandy. Right. A nasty and mendacious like yeah. that like that oh, word nice. yeah, that yeah was good, thank you Colonel. timmy you're really the faulkner of poc- podcasting yeah bill faulkner yeah <laughs> yeah bill faulkner. mother faulkner mother faulkner <laughs> yeah. a nasty and mendacious story sprang up regarding blaine's marriage once a packet of alleged evidence upon blaine's private life was brought to cleveland it was for sale and he paid for it all the papers are here grover demanded then without looking in the best packet he added it to similar dockets Drew up a wastebasket and tore the sheets to bits. The other side can have the monopoly of all the dirt. It See, Grover was trying to take the high road here, but we know what kind of dirty little motherfucker he was. Yeah. The well, I mean, to his credit, monopoly.
2: that was a good thing, I guess.
3: He, he, no, he nothing no he did beyond Maria gets right. no, credit. Right. Gets no yeah, credit. right, right, right. He's creepy. Go ahead. Yeah, he should, he should have been...
0: And never mind, he wants to be a kitty diddler.
3: Well, Well, voters hang accepted on. his... Thing, but they kept on with uh now,
2: yeah. So he, they, he, they, you know, it didn't, it didn't destroy his career, didn't hurt
3: him. He was, he was Teflon after the election. He won the election by 1200 votes in New York. Your comment
2: on that, Brandy. Okay,
3: yeah. So to change his supporters changed the mama, where's my paw to. Mama, where's my paw? He's off to the White House. Ha ha ha! These are some unimaginative motherfuckers <laughs> back then. So I guess the hanging chads, of
0: all. <laughs>
2: yeah. So yeah. basically, they were they were kind of mocking the yeah. their opponents by now.
3: Grover became only the second bachelor to become president, and the other second one was openly, gay, yeah, was um, openly gay, but kind of closeted.
0: Openly gay, but kind of closeted. Well, he we, was closeted.
4: Yeah. He couldn't be. Yeah. Calhoun. Mm.
3: That changed two years later when Grover married his goddaughter, Frances in the White House. The goddaughter, Brandy, he marries her. Grover was 49. His bride had just turned 21. Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. She 21 years Your old. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? Gross. She became the youngest first lady in U.S. history. He would serve two non-consecutive terms. He served from 1884 to 1868, and then again in 1893, Timmy. Mm-hmm. So that's a twenty-five year difference. Grover and Cleveland have five children. Boy, he wore that thing huh? The first daughter, Ruth, known as Baby Ruth, died when she was twelve of diphtheria. The baby Ruth candy bar was named after her, Timmy. Now in early in the second term of his in his second term, he noticed a sore in his mouth, Timmy, but it sore later, on his mouth, Brandy. Brandy. It's the Sif. It would later be diagnosed as the throat cancer.
0: Oh yeah. not the throat yeah, cancer.
3: HPV.
2: And yeah, you didn't get that when you SIF. You get that when you go downtown.
3: I know he was he was operated on twice in secret. He would survive this bout with cancer. I'm at high risk and go to finish well. Well, Mickey Mantle had the knee injury. Yeah, you 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 had. Yeah, high there's risk there's risks associated, and women don't appreciate the risks you take. No, they don't.
0: No, they don't.
2: Don't appreciate it.
3: No, they don't.
0: Not with those glasses, I do not. <laughs>
3: Well, anyway, he fell seriously ill, suffered a heart attack, and died at seventy one. His last words Aww. were I have tried to do so hard to do right, you lying motherfucker. Your comments Fucker. on that, Brandon? They should have caught him on fire Fucker. right he was he was dying, but anyway, quite popular while in office, modern historians rank Cleveland as an average at best president. At best. Now First Lady Frances Folsom Blues Cleveland eventually married Bruce. That's who the song was written. I I'm see. stuck in Folsom prison, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I can keep... No, I got it. Okay, you got it. You, you, ra- you, you, got rape a
2: a, you rape a woman, get her pregnant, give away her child, <laughs> <laughs> put her in a nut house, Yeah. and then blame it on your best
3: friend who's dead. Yeah. Now after the thing, Mary Halpin returned to a life as a recuse, Maria recluse. Yes. Maria, yeah. Um, with two hundred dollars to her name, and she never sold a story. And she had a lot. She had an opportunity to sell. Her.
2: Yeah, well, Um, you
3: know. When she was on her deathbed, she said, don't let the funeral become too public. I don't want strangers come to gaze upon my face. Let everything be very quiet. Let me rest, you motherfuckers. Yeah, she didn't seek out uh, publicity. Now, no one knew what the whereabouts of the baby Oscar. The baby at the heart of the scandal. But researchers eventually tracked him down. He was a retired physician living in upstate New York. Oscar took his adopted parents' name and refused to discuss the political scandal that was created by his birth. Oscar died in 1953 at the age of 79. And what most people don't know about this story, Timmy, mm-hmm. was it was the Meyer family that took in Oscar. The who the Meyer, the Meyer family. family? Oscar Meyer. So the Oscar Meyer. So That's what we true. got out of that no, was no. a bunch of weeners, Timmy. Brandy, your final
2: thoughts on President Grover Cleveland, Dick? So fat, you, Dick. You're not you, you. Fat drunk, Dick. Fat
3: drunk, Dick. You're not very. You're not. Child diddling, fat drunk. So his dick.
2: approval rating with you is not
3: very high. It is zero. Yeah, he was kind of a creep. It's kind of making. A, it's kind of makes nope. you think. You know, we could.
2: Well, it, it does make you think that it's not only
3: recently that there's. That's actually what we was talking about. All these presidents have done some dastardly shit throughout the time. Yeah. And raping someone is pretty dastardly. Rape, raping her,
2: getting her pregnant, taking her kid away, putting her a that house, and blaming it on your dad's best friends whose daughter you're going to marry. Yeah. All that's a, that, fu- sucks. that
3: That motherfucker was a sociopath right there. Yeah.
2: All right. All right. Let's uh, thank all of our folks. Brandy, you want to thank all of our folks who uh, support us through Patreon. to that We're able to bring this high-quality programming into their lives. It just sort, don't come cheap. We're sort of like PBS. Um, it's so, we're sort of like PBS. We, we are we're, nothing like PBS. We get our support by from listeners like you. If you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash Dweebs, where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or, or just a wee little
3: bit to me. All right. Bring us home, Colonel. Thank of all. Bring it on home. Well, let's thank Jim Seabright, Andrew Scammell, Tommy Lane. Isn't it my, in my I'm researching. Jason Dykes, Terry I'm, Strafford, Brandy McBride. Don't interrupt me. Tim I'm nine sorry. I am just thought of Tommy Lane because I'm researching a story from Hawaii. Jennifer, Jennifer Savota? Yes. yes. Pearl Westman, Maggie Glover, Grace's mom, Erica Kenny, Hiro, Comeback Podcast, K-Bar, Reen, Marissa Albanese, Bridget Clavey, Phyllis Munson, Jennifer Rikersmith, Stephen Potts. I love Stephen. Anna Garrett, I believe, is coming here, right?
2: Yes, she's coming to Dweep. Ben
3: Dobrovich is coming here. Clark yes. and Diana, I hope, are coming down yes. here. Beth Wallen, Michelle Johns, Margaret McDonald, Aaron Turner, Jess, Leanne, the lovely Leanne Flanagan. Ju- she's coming to Dweep. Julia, Julia Rodriguez, Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent. Tyrone, Marsha, Boris, Stacy Alsop, Joan and Sh- Jody and Sean Wells, Amber Anderson, they walk among us. Ben's a big, big, tall guy, man. Yeah,
2: uh, Chuck was very happy to see Ben.
3: Ben's I'm a handsome. sure he was. Yes. Ben's a handsome, handsome man. But, you know, well, Roseanne's like, just a lovely woman. The whole time. He was,
0: yeah. He was ridiculous, I'm sure.
3: Rosie it's embar- it's damn there. near embarrassing. He was fanboying. I <laughs> <He> was <laughs> fanboying <laughs> a little bit. But you know, then my Taylor came over and him and Taylor got talking about guitars and yeah. I was like, I didn't know. And we had a good talk time about it. We had a it was a great time. Michael Deo, Kelly Charette, uh Karen Karen Widener, and Roseanne is hysterical. Yes. She's, yes. Just, yes. she's just beautiful, lovely. but she's she's one of the funniest people you ever meet. We saw Charlie. It's I a shame I you know, couldn't spend time with her because maybe some and, of her grace and charm would wear off on you. And, and Jillian <laughs> Jillian from Court Junkie? Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Callie Jones, Lauren Meredith, Jessica Grino, Pleasing Terrors, Mike Brown, Sarah Bloom, Amber Croup, who we all love, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Kimberly Cameron, Elise Edrigen, History Goes Bump, Bump, Amber Trevino and Epitre, Lise, Lajaro Lopez, Alicia and Chip Mincy, Marcia Smith, Jeff and Don Chestnut, Andrew Hap, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, Shirley Strapp, Shirley Squirly. Todd Long, Melissa Montoya, you killed my father, prepared to die. No, good Lord. Yes. That's a reference. I got it. Maja. Um, Shelley Garrett. Yes, your co-host on Rants and Reasons. My co-host, and she's often not very nice to me, to No, me. that's not true. She's going to be here in Cincinnati, and, and she, too. Yes, I'm, I'm glad she's coming. looking forward to seeing I'm her surprised
2: show. that she would show up with you here, but hey. mm?
3: She no, lives I, dangerously.
0: I, she, she's, I think she, she, does. she lives on the edge. Mm-hmm. says she
3: was coming specifically to hang out with me, is what she said. No, we're back glad, out. we're glad that she's coming oh. back. Carol Leese, Kristen Malachinsky, Adam McWaters, Rants and Reason Podcast, Paula Kimes, The Vanish Podcast, Canadian True Crime, Christy Lee, Charlie from Inside, Angela Santos, Lydia w- Wilson Fisher, Kimberly Stroop, Nicole Adams, Ron Monastero, Tracy Smith, Bridget, Bernard, Stacy, Cheryl Weldon, of course. Um, we got Veronica Moreno, Chris Lane, Alexandra, Elaine Baker, Vivian Baca. Mark and Chief. Yeah, she's going to be here. Amanda Lupus, she? Shannon, Arnold, Kimberly, Kimberly Smith, Westside Kimberly Smith, Robin Sherrard, Nick Johnson, hey, of Nick. course, Lady Beverly. The lovely Lady Beverly. Baby Beverly. Yes. Rudy, the world's most dangerous canine. Is he going to be at uh, the WeepCon? There's a very good possibility he's going to show up for the live show, Timmy. Yeah, it's going to be very popular brand. Everyone loves Rudy the Wonder Dog. And the lady we do this all for, Timmy, day after day after day after day, the wonderful, the biggest hearted woman in podcasting, Dottie Scott.
2: Uh, hi, Mom. All right.
3: Uh, <laughs> Thank you all.
2: Dick. (laughs) I know, right? Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweeves. Bye, everyone.
3: Bye-bye. Good day.